0: You're listening to Radio Tabs Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au.
1: Yes, time for South Australian Mobile Rolling. Tim Edwards, how are
0: you? Yeah, good. Thanks, David. Um, good morning, everyone. Yeah, mobile rolling South Australian edition today. And we're about to talk things all South Australian harness racing. Of course, we had a meeting at Glow Derby last night. We had 11 races on the card and uh, Lockie Stace covered that meeting. But I thought we'd have a chat to Aaron Bain today. Last week, of course, we spoke to Ryan Rohoric because Ryan was the leading driver last season and, and Aaron was the leading trainer. So I we thought we'd get Aaron Bain on this morning as we say good morning to you, Aaron. Yeah, morning, Tim. Thanks for having us on. No worries, mate. Um, Obviously, a a really memorable season for you uh, in so many ways, Um, not just with the harness racing, but obviously the gallopers you had as well. But I was lucky enough to go to your gala dinner last year, and... and, um, Mate, you certainly do things um, with a fair bit of inspiration and I guess a lot of professionalism as well to see that many owners and and trainers at your um, gala dinner that night and people within the media. Uh, Mate, you're obviously having a terrific run and, and I guess my question to you first of all is, when you started 2023 season and you trained the first winner at Port Pirie with Fletch Maguire, did you did you honestly think you would get to 100 winners in SA?
1: No, it, like it looked so far away and even late in the season, it still did. You know, I think November we were sitting in the low 80s um, and, it, you know, you think how how close it is yet so far away and, you know, coming off the back of the season before, we, we trained 39 winners to include a few at Mildura. Um, so, look, to, to go from 39 to 108, you you know, you don't expect that. Mm. We're probably just built naturally. We've, we've uh, you know, we've, we've got a solid, we've had a solid foundation growing over the years with Summit Bloodstock and the owners who've been growing on the harness front. And, um, you know, we, we were fortunate to have the right horses and, you know, be able to place them through the grades. But, you know, when, when you when you kick off the season, you, you have dreams and goals and, you know, one one year we wanted to train 100 winners but we didn't think it was that year but it got halfway through and we thought we better put the
0: foot down I suppose <laughs> mm, yeah exactly and you did and you had 101 winners in sa you had 44 seconds and 34 thirds so it was a phenomenal season and I guess um when you when you look back at it all you know it's the first time someone in South Australia has trained 100 winners in a season I think for about 11 or 12 years is that right
1: Aaron yeah, um 2011. I think Les Harding. You know, so to sort of, sort of uh, accomplish something that Les had done is, you know, he's a, been a, a very good trainer and still is. Uh, him and David. So, you know, to sort of reach that level. But you know, we're not typically, you know, 100 winners is. You know, you can just spin them around and get 100 winners. We're typically not a stable that does that. um You know, we sort of focus as much on strike rate and placement of our horses, and mm. um that 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 principle probably went a little bit out the window. In the last what, two weeks of December, and I had a, a few horses running on tired legs that I going certainly enjoy the first two two months of the season now off. But um, you know, look, uh, you know that was where it got a little bit close, and we just had to throw everything at it. You know, we were fortunate to get there on the last night of the season.
0: Yeah, I think you needed four four winners down there with two meetings to go and I think you picked up three at Victor Harbour and that only left you a little bit of wriggle room on the Saturday night and, and luckily you were able to get that 100th winner in South Australia with Magnetise. A real proud moment, I guess, for you and your stable and, of course, your dad, Peter, as well. I could tell how much that meant to him, uh, the Bain family and Peter, really a proud moment for him as well.
1: Yeah, I think it was, it was a lot of relief, you know, and you go through November and you... You think it it was a long way away, and then you get within four, and you get three, and you you hear so many stories stuck on ninety nine, whether it's cricket or or, or wins, and you just dread it. And we went into the last meeting with eleven. We've never run an eleven in a meeting, and you know the first couple of favorites went down having a legal gallop. Well, there we go. This is not going to be good. (laughs) And um, yeah, the winner is one that popped up at fifteen to one, and you know even a horse like Wings on the Line, you know, had magnetized not one, know, it would have been left up to to Wings on the Line, and geez, that was heart stopping. She only hit the front with you know mm-hmm. a meter to go so look it would have been you know it was it was certainly a, a lot of relief and satisfaction as well for everyone involved and you know there were plenty of owners on course on that night but you know it's not something you know we we, we um you, know, you necessarily go out to achieve but it's also nice when you do do it and it's a, a thank you as much to to the people that support us, our owners some of bloodstock mm-hmm. and you know we we've, we've got a great team around us
0: yeah, and just for the, the average punter out there, Aaron, how many horses, you know, gallopers and harness horses are you training? Because I must admit, I, I called the gallops yesterday at Strathalbyn. you had two or three up there yesterday and they're probably new horses to South Australia. So you're constantly bringing new horses in. How many are you physically training at the gallops and how many are you physically training in the harness right now? Yeah,
1: we're sort of sitting at about 75 to 80 in work um, mm. there's sort of 45 to 50 paces and we're floating between that 25 to 30 you know fluctuating with the um, <clears throat> with the gallops um, as we grow The uh, of that 50, 45 to 50 we work there's probably only 12 to 15 in the race team of the harness mm. we have mm. a lot of two, like a yearlings just turned two so that's our model here and then we've obviously got that close relationship with Emma and Clayton um, where the whole sort of venture across there when they're ready to go um, there's probably another eight to 10, um, floating around in that same system that'll go over for the better races. Um, you know, the likes of Balboa Rock, Decreta Force, Where's the Gold? You know, all those sorts of horses are, you know, result of, no, not the buttons. So, you know, they all start off here and, you know, we manage mm. that process through with them. So, yeah, there's a lot of horses, but, you know, the race team on the harness side's, you know, only probably a third of that. Um, you know, which um, you know, we, we're, we're fortunate to have some nice horses in that group, and there's, there's plenty of spelling too. Given the end mm. of the season, the Thoroughbred side we are going, and you know, we we sort of come out in the in stories a couple of weeks ago, and sort of said our goal this season is to sort of grow that to constantly having 40 in work. Um, so to mm. do that, you've got to have a team of 60 or 70. So you know, in Adelaide, we're sort of managing on 110 horses across both codes. You know, um, you know through in work spelling, uh, coming and going. So you know, it does take a fair team of people
0: to do it. Yeah, mm, an incredibly busy lifestyle you live, Aaron, and uh, obviously a rewarding one at the moment when you've got good horses in work. Um, if I go back to last year, <clears throat> there's a couple of highlights. Obviously, along the way, um, obviously probably the biggest one of them all is is getting that slot holding of the Eureka winner within Cipher um would that be the highlight of your year i know you won some big races here in south australia but clearly you know to win the first eureka is is obviously pretty pretty special
1: yeah i don't like i think i, I was open in saying that that's a moment that we'll never relive and that last 12 seconds when the, mm. you know the last 100 meters it's and <coughs> and that crossing the line that's a feeling you you've got to feel to, be, to believe you know and yeah. You go into the racing and, you know, if you run a place, you, you get your slot money back for the year and happy yeah. days. But, you know, to, to see what was unfolding at the top of the straight, you know, it still, still chokes yeah. you up thinking about it. Um, but yeah. I think that much the branding to be able to win the first one, to have that SA connection, and I've said many a times that that slot wasn't necessarily about us. And not, you know, not much we do is about us personally. It's about the industry yeah. and what we can do. And that was a win for SA, and we stand by that, you know.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's hard to imagine, you know, a horse from Kadena, basically, a trainer from Kadena winning the biggest harness racing race basically last year. Yeah,
1: and, you know, it comes through our Southern Cross. It gives hope to people winning Southern Cross finals. Although it was mighty impressive and broke track records doing it, there, there is that hope, you know, and that's in all states. You see what Tasmania are doing with their... Um, you mm-hmm. know race series Queensland like you know the Tassie slot horse many probably thought that you know that race wouldn't have produced one to be competitive and it could <coughs> fourth in the final so you know mm-hmm. it, it, the Eureka itself is going to do a lot of good things for all states of Australia mm-hmm. we were fortunate to be able to do SA Proud in the year one. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and then of course you were targeting the South Australian Pacing Cup you weren't able to train the winner but you were able to own the winner with where's the gold obviously a, a huge thrill winning your hometown cup as well Aaron
1: yeah look, I think that brought a different sense of joy um, and thrill to, and what the people locally it can experience. And yeah, you know, yeah, we got to experience Eureka and it didn't have the the, the same feeling as that, but it, it brought that same feeling for many other people that were there on the night. And got to you know win their SA Pacing Cup. You know, yes, we didn't train it, but our model not all about that. And we've got you know we're no. fortunate to have some nice horses and nice connections, um, you know, with leading trainers to allow us to win these better races. You know, where's the goal to go and win a Group One in Tasmania and those sorts of things? Um, you know, I, I by no means you know think that I could have done anywhere near that job. With where's the Gold and that's the the key to playing a strong relationship <laughs> with Emma and Clayton, and then being able to bring that horse and. We play our part in that, bring him over and back, and you know house him here and, and make it happen for for the owners and in partnership with Emmer and Clayton. That's the the relationships we're we're keen to grow on.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a wonderful win, and then of course winning the uh, the two year old uh, Southern Cross final with no, not the button. So that was a real top off to the end of a, a wonderful year.
1: Yeah, he that, another you know another special connection um, with Emmer and Clayton, and you know, obviously the, the team we, with us and Jake and Jamie was Um, some at Bloodstock it's um, a lot of hours go into it and finding these horses and you know be able to buy him at the sales and um, you know get him through the, the pre training that we did here and get him across to Emer and Clayton's and then back um you know the, that's what the future's about for us, and you know there's a real strong focus on juvenile racing and winning these big races that the you know where the big money is for the two and three year old horses and to do that you've got to buy the best, but you've also got to have the the right support around you from people to find the horses, people to buy the horses with you and trust in the the process and what we're doing, and then the the right trainers and you know and and management through that
0: you know mm. Yeah, so it was, just a, it was a obviously the best year you've had as a trainer and owner in, in your entire career, Aaron. I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and certainly, you know, um, far of our expectations at the start of the season. How close we'll go to doing it again this year, um, we probably don't put as much focus on it, but... January last year, we weren't putting the same focus. So, you know, there's 12 months yeah. of the season to play out and there'll be t- plenty of twists and turns. But I think this year, and uh, we've sort of sat down as a group, and I say as a group, myself, Jake and Jamie, um, you know, we all work, the three of us work cohesively. It's This year's about strategic consolidation somewhat uh, and making yeah. sure we sort of. Uh, just get all systems and things in place to be able to grow again. You know, sometimes you just got to step back and have a look at things and, and where you can improve and change your business models. And, you know, the thoroughbred um, industry is a big growth area for us and um, that's, you know, well-known and, you know, something we're focusing on together with those boys. And um, mm. you know, but, but as much just, um, you know, that consolidation, it's not always about numbers and, and, and turning out winners. It's about, you know, doing it properly and also um, setting yourself up for future growth here and abroad.
0: Um, Ryan Rohorick mentioned last week on the show, Aaron, he believes that harness racing in South Australia is going as, as good as it has for the last 10 years. It was a big statement. Would you sort of agree with him there? I'd 100% echo it. You know, I think the support, you know, you look at someone like
1: Ryan to for someone like Mick Boots, uh, who's throwing the support behind Ryan's stable, um, you know, sending him horses. I think there's something, you know, 10 to 12 quality horses coming to the state. Um, you know, long people have said, "Oh, we bring all these nice New Zealanders in, and it's you know unfair or this and that." Well, it's not. Anyone can do it. Yeah. Um, and you know, Ryan's on the verge of being able, or he is doing that now with the, with the support of a really um, prolific owner um, nationally in Mick Boots, and Mick Boots is doing great things for the industry. And now he's supporting South Australia. So, you know, I was only talking to Dean Elliott about this the other day that it, it really holds SA in a stronger position than anywhere. I think. Yeah, you know, Dean came out and said that we're on track for a 10 percent, um, you know, um, whatever in the market, 10 percent market mm. share, which mm. is worth another million dollars to the industry over another season if we stay on track for that. You know, mm. now that's a that's a massive thing. Like we've we've increased so much, all of a sudden we start racing, you know, 80 percent of our race on Saturday nights for ten thousand dollars, and then that just grows even stronger. You know, yeah. and I think you see a race like you know last night you know maluka miss goes around it was four dollars the field um, mm. in, in a 65 to 79 rated race that's only good for the industry because there's so mm. much more turnover uh, and i think the strength of the industry is you know w- w- is been pioneered by the board and and dean elliott who's headed that up because they mm. have done some you know real i've done some really amazing things and, and really shoulder to the wheel in what's been a trying time for the industry and I think we're in as good a position as any state in Australia. I'll, I'll go one further to say, Ryan, yes, it's as, stronger, as strong as it's been for 10 years, and I think we're in as good a position as any state, you know, to be fair, for, for growth.
0: Yeah. I, I, look, calling races, Aaron, I, I can't remember a time, <clears throat> even before myself calling the harness all the time, where we've got so many even races and the market is telling us that. There's multiple races every single meeting I'm at that there's five to six winning chances minimum per race. So, as you pointed out, that's a great thing for turnover. And, it, you know, if you compare it to some of the other states, you look at it and think, well, you know, there's a lot of times you see a lot of odds on favourites in a lot of races. Well, there's not too many odds on favourites here in South Australia at the moment. The, the grades are very even and the horses are very even.
1: Uh, and I think the odds on favourites that are there get beat. And that shows you mm. how the strength they can get beat. You know, there was a couple last night... Uh, because that's the strength and the depth of the races. So, and a lot of it comes down to barrier draws. And it's it's inches, it's centimeters, it's it's the lot. You know, I, again, I refer back to race four last night. You know, you change that barrier draw three or four different ways, and you'll get three or four different winners. You know, mm. and um, you know Maluka Miss goes down, gets beat a length. It's probably one of it's, it's run as good as she ever has. And, you know, they've got yeah. a good time. She gets the the run, the le- the winner had. She wins the race. You mm. know. Um, there's so many different scenarios when, when the barrier draws come out that, that make these races competitive. And um, people, and all of us, have just got to work harder to be better, get better, and, and ultimately we get better in industries. industry. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's in a really strong tradition. Of, um, you know, I think we're, on, we're in for some very exciting times in the next 12 or 18 months so that we can all benefit from it on I mean, have Yeah.
0: Yeah, who's the horse from the Aaron Bain stable that we need to look out for this year? Aaron, is it is it my friend uh, Fletch Maguire?
1: Yeah. yeah, look, Fletch might take a little bit of a different path this season. I, I you know, I he will he'll, he'll probably go to Emmer and Clayton's at some stage. Um, mm-hmm. he, he might come back for a run or two, and we've already spoke to them about going there for the possibility of sort of coming back on a where's the gold campaign for like an SA Cup, um, you know, <laughs> but he'd have to go there to go to another level, um, and race that, you know, I think it's not about not being able to compete in those races you see it time and time again when you go to those next level you've got to be race hardened against that hopefully one day soon our horses locally become race hardened because we've got a better quality of horse here in the state you know but um Mm. it takes a different mold to win those sorts of races so that might be something we try and do um yeah look i i think we've got one here locally that's sort of showing enough scope that's probably got a horse called Pay Me Mortgage, who's probably got, mm. um, you know, he hasn't stepped out yet, but he'll be seen in the coming weeks. He's probably got similar lines to be able to follow the likes of Fletch and Maluka Mist from just what we've seen early days. So um, he's mm. a work in progress, but he's he's um, you know, he's probably one for 24 that uh, hopefully he can do a similar job to those
0: two. All right. You've got four runners in at Port Fury tomorrow night. I um, think they've all got good chances, to be honest. Race one, number two, American Beauty. Gee, she's drawn the right gate. She's going to be very hard to beat.
1: Yeah, interesting uh, what happens here at the start. Aladdin's got speed. Obviously, her, her best and favourite role's in front. She's never been as good from behind. Um, she trialled up really good six weeks ago, and to be fair, I just lost her a little bit after that. Her, her last piece of work um, has been as good as what it should be uh, and sharp. So, look, not sure what happens at the start, but you know, if she's in front, she'll be mighty hard to run down. She's probably just been a little bit below her best the last two, but she hasn't been in her favourite role. So, look, she's ready to bounce back.
0: Yeah, OK. Now, you've got Magnetise. Of course, his last win was uh, at Glow Derby. Of course, he brought up the uh, the tonne for you. Um, he's going really well. He's got, you've opted to drive with Bernadette Page there tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, he needed the five-point claim to get into the race. So he gets into the race really well with the local concession rating which he and the five-point claim. So he's actually 10 points lower and scrapes in on what he should. So, look, I think he's probably the best of the night, given how well he gets in on the ratings um, with both those claims um, and given that he he showed that he was able to be driven sit-sprint, you know, last week and grind to the line, I think he looks a good chance on a big track.
0: Mm. Yeah, and Bernadette Page, she's coming a long way in a short time, isn't she? She's doing a a really good job.
1: Yeah, she works for us and, um, you know, her and Sam do all our fast work. So the more horses they drive together and, and work in with each other there and, and more experience, well, you know, that can only benefit as well. But, um, you know, I think with someone like Sam losing her claim, that's where opportunity will come for Bernadette in the next mm. sort of 12 and 18 months. Mm.
0: You've got you've got race five, number six, Matador as well. Another great chance, uh, three wins from a spell. He's, he's doing everything all right. Yeah, he's been a surprise package. He hasn't won
1: by any further... He's won four from five and hasn't won by any further than a long neck. <laughs> so it'll be a <laughs> gripping finish again tomorrow. He put, hopefully he puts his head in front at the right time. But he's, he's never won impressively, but he's found a way to get the job done in all three starts this time in. So, um, look, he keeps stepping up in grade, but he finds a um, another suitable race with those sort of uh, lifetime win races.
0: Mm. And, and in the last race, gee, this horse here, Chris Lynn, um, I'm not sure what to make of her, but I look at her form and, gee, this looks her race tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, look, it's been a, um, it's been a cluster of errors, hasn't it? Um, mm. Her preparation. Um, if she doesn't win tomorrow night, it's probably pull up and start again because she's better than that. She should be winning, mm. uh, there's mm. no question. I think we probably got a little bit wrong. Well, the first start was no fault of her. She shy at the mark of the peg. She finds her way to the front. She wins. Second up, we, you know, short back up. We, we drove her tough, and I don't think that's a go. Last start, she was really good sort of following her helmet and getting out late. We'll drive her the same way. Uh, we won't be able to do anything heroic. You've got the long straighter period of wind into it. If she doesn't get beat, we'll be coming home disappointed, and she'll be in the paddock, mm. you know, Wednesday morning and start mm. again because
0: she's um, good enough to be winning, and if she doesn't, she's just not right. Stop yeah. It. The reset button. Yep. Yep, exactly. We've got four great chances there tomorrow night, Aaron. Well done uh, on a terrific 2023 season, mate, and uh, no doubt we'll talk further as we get into the year, but, um, yeah, congratulations to you and your family and uh, a wonderful achievement. Well done.
1: Yeah, thanks, Tim, and thanks for having us on.
0: No worries, Aaron. Aaron Bain there, our guest here on Mobile Rolling, he has really had um, some sort of a year, 2023, if you look back through those results. you know to win you know the slot holding position there within cipher and to win the SA pacing cup with what's the gold is the ownership and no not the buttons in the in the southern cross uh Fabulous year in the Gallops as well for Aaron Bain and, and of course, the uh, the new addition there of Ned Taylor. So, yeah, wonderful year. It's going to be hard to surpass 2023 for Aaron, but as he said, he's got a, a full you know new team coming along for this season and he's got some interesting horses uh, coming our way and, and he's got a very good chance there of training multiple winners tomorrow night at Port Piri, looking at that seven-race card. Uh, he's got the four runners in, and, and I think all four will start near favourites. So um, he possibly could get a, a great start there to the, to the new season at Port Piri. As far as what's coming up this week, we've got Port Piri tomorrow night. We've got a seven-race card there, so um, solid program there at Port Piri. It's the first time I reckon they've had seven races on a Tuesday for a while. It's normally six, so um, even they're improving their uh, field sizes as well. Then, of course, we race uh, Saturday night at Globe Derby. Um, we've also got Harness Racing returning to Globe Derby next Monday on the 22nd of uh, January. And then, of course, we race uh, the following Saturday, the 27th, at Globe Derby as well. So that rounds out the January uh, meetings this year. Uh, and, of course, um, yeah, Harness Racing to Port Pirie tomorrow night. So uh, my thanks to Lockie Stays for jumping in yesterday at uh, at Globe Derby. I was up at Strathalbyn, so um, Lockie jumped in and did a great job. 11 races there last night at uh, at Globe Derby. So uh, that is mobile rolling uh, for another week. Of course, concentrating on South Australia. We do thank Aaron Bain for joining us. We're going to take a short break here and come back shortly.